Greetings and welcome. I am Dr. Carol Gambule, your host on Word Anchor Podcast. I'm also an author and a publisher. This weekly podcast covers a wide range of issues that we face in life and the solutions that are provided for in the Word of God. I aim to encourage, to teach, motivate, and guide as we move along in this life's journey. Please subscribe, download, and share this podcast. Someone out there needs to hear this message. I hope you enjoy this episode. Greetings and welcome to Word Anchor Podcast. Today's episode is Raising the Banner of the Lord. Lately, I have been intrigued by the battles recorded in the Bible, how God fights for his people and gives them victory. In most instances, the people get up and go and fight. Then there are times when the battle strategy does not make sense at all, and you can only see the hand of God, not of man. The greatest thing about God who created the heavens and the earth is that he is supernatural God. The rest of the gods are natural things made of the material that the true God has created. And as such, nature itself bows and responds to the supernatural ways when God chooses to be involved. You see, child of God, God honors his word and he answers the calls of prayer. I have read stories about miraculous victories for Israel in the Bible, from Abraham fighting against the five kings with just a few hundred men when he went to rescue Lot, to Saul's victory, to David, who also won many battles until the woman sang, Saul has killed a thousand and David killed ten thousand. And that, of course, infuriated the king. The kings of Israel and Judah, they went out to battle, trusting God to give their enemies into their hands. They would be outnumbered a lot of times, but they would still win the battle. And at times, they would go to battle, but find that the battle has already been won, and their enemies have been put to flight by the supernatural act of God. God has never stopped doing this supernatural act to give victory to his people. There are stories that are told in the past few decades about the invisible hand of God upon modern times Israel. Lest we begin to think that God has stopped doing these things, God has stopped doing miracles in our times. The JewishLibrary.org website tells of a story that happened during the Independence War where Israel army was fighting against the Jordanian army for Mount Zion. Now, the Israel troops were surrounded by hundreds of Jordanian army and they were left with only 25 bullets. It was, of course, a sad day for them because they saw that their end was very near. However, the men agreed to go out to the bank and they readied themselves to make good use of every last bullet. When this small platoon was about to face the inevitable, something incredible happened. It is said that the Jordanian soldiers stopped fighting and they dropped their weapons and they suddenly ran away and they were screaming, Abraham, and the Israeli troops were saved. God saved his people on that day. And several years later, uh, one of them would come across a familiar face and got an unlikely answer as to what actually happened on that day. This was a former Jordanian soldier who was fighting on that day in Mount Zion. He told him that, and according to him, 
his army all witnessed a vision of Abraham defending the Jews in the sky above the Israeli platoon and they all had no choice but to drop their weapons. Glory to God. God saved them by a vision, a supernatural revelation of God fighting for them. It would not make sense for any of the troops to drop their weapons and run during a fierce battle. They could have surrendered but not run. They saw something supernatural that day. None of the opposing troops have ever seen Abraham, not even the Israeli army. There is not even a picture of him. But when it is of God, he will let you know who is that person that you are seeing in a vision. On that day, God protected his people. Glory to Jesus. We need the supernatural hand of God in our lives even today. Now, when we go back to the biblical times, a story is told of a battle against the Amalekites with Joshua leading the army in the times of Moses. It is written that Moses told Joshua to choose men to go to battle. And Moses will then go up to the hill with the rod of God in his hand. Now, the rod on its own is at best useful to chase animals with it. So you can't even hold it against a lion or a bear. It has no superpowers unless God is involved in it. You see, nature bows to God. And when God is in it, involved in a situation, then nature will act and react in a certain way that is not normal. This is the same rod that Moses raised up in the shore of the Red Sea. As he raised his hand up, God brought an east wind to blow up the waters to a heap on one side. It was not the rod that blew the waters, but the wind which was brought by God. The rod was like a signpost. Not that God did not even know the directions, but just as flags are raised up for a country when things go well and drawn down when there is a tragic event, so was the rod like the banner of victory. The flag continuously says, it is well in the country. Not that people are not dying or getting sick or troubled, but it is well. When someone important dies or some catastrophic tragedy happens, then the flags are lowered. And when you look at the lowered flag, you are not inspired. It is a sign that something bad has happened. You begin to mourn, not to fight, not to stand up in victory. But a flag flying high inspires the citizens of a country. Moses lifted up the rod of God, a banner that was declaring victory in the name of God. Moses was old and not a warrior. And he prepared Joshua, the younger one, to go to battle. One of the things about us as believers these days is we don't want to go to battle. We don't want to fight it out. We are sold a gospel of shouting, I receive, and people expect things to fall from heaven. Some are not even prepared to raise their hands up until the hands hurt like Moses did. Some are not prepared to pray until there is no voice left in them. And it is not even about how long you pray but it is about standing up until the battle is won. Many battles are lost, not even halfway through. Not because God has failed, but we give up easily. We throw in the towel quickly. It is as if we judge God unable to save us. In Exodus chapter 17 verse 10 to 11, it reads thus, So Joshua did as Moses said to him, and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. Moses raised the rod of God and Joshua and the people won the battle. The rod was not in the battleground, but it was within eyesight of the people of God. 
and it was also in the eyesight of God. This was Moses saying to God, This battle is yours, Father. If Israel wanted to fight by their own strength, they would not need Moses to raise the rod and for God to intervene. Israel was not trained in battle. They had been slaved for centuries. They knew how best to serve, to do hard labor, not to fight. They were a fearful people when they left Egypt. When they saw Pharaoh and his horses and chariots approaching, they cried out and chastised Moses for taking them out of Egypt. They were not ready to fight with their masters. They had known nothing except submission to the master. Now they were in the wilderness facing people that were threatened by their presence as they passed through their cities. They needed God's intervention to win the battle. Under normal circumstances, soldiers get trained before they go out to battle. They use the knowledge that they have been taught and their bodies are already prepared. But to face an army without training and battle knowledge would be deadly for the troops. However, to go to battle with God by your side is victory. Glory to God. You see, God knows your weaknesses and he knows your strengths too. And he's actually the one that gives you strength anyway. The Amalekites had attacked Israel in the most cowardice way. They attacked them from the rear, where the women, the elderly, and the sick people were, together with their flocks and their wealth, while the strong men were in front leading. Of note was that they did not even fear God, as it is stated in Deuteronomy 15. Israel was to blot out the remembrance of them, basically wipe them off the face of the earth. And to do that, they needed God. The Amalekites had offended God, not just Israel only. This was God's battle, not their own. The rod was raised up to heaven, a sign of victory, a call to march forward and to battle out. God called it the rod of Moses and so honored Moses. But Moses called it the rod of God and so honored God. This is a man who acknowledged that on his own he could not fight these people. This was a man that acknowledged that there is the hand of God that they need every time they face their enemy. The rod was held up as the banner to encourage the soldiers. It was also to God by way of appeal to him. This was a prayer to God. Lord, we need you to help us. As long as the hand was up, God gave them victory. God is always there to help those who are in need of him. Some people who have everything do not feel the need to raise their hands to God for their own arms can provide. Such is a man who needs God. His hand is always raised up to heaven. Praise the Lord. Moses was old. He stood interceding for Joshua and the army. He was tired. Even the strongest arm will fail with being long held out. It is God only whose hand is stretched out still. He never gets tired of helping us, fighting our battles for us, giving us victory. God expects us not to give up. The least you can do when you reach that point of tiredness is to reach out to God to help you to hold on. It is not a sin to ask God to help you to pray, child of God. The one thing the disciples asked of Jesus was to teach them how to pray. Let God strengthen you. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called its name, The Lord is my banner. For he said, Because the Lord has sworn, 
the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Exodus chapter 17 verse 13 to 16. Beloved, I do not know what situation you are facing right now. It may look dire. Maybe it is. You may have been hit from the rear like the Amalekites did with Israel. It may be that you have lost what is precious to you. But remember one thing. The enemy that rises against you is an enemy of God. And God is well able to punish the wicked. God does not want you to waver in your faith in him. He expects you to raise your hands up to heaven, to stand victorious in the face of an enemy. The name of God must be written in a big banner that Jesus saves, that Jesus delivers. The Lord is my banner and I pray that he is yours too. It is time to write in bold letters for your own reminder and for the enemy. When you are sick, Jehovah is my healer and he will heal me. When you are in lack, Jehovah Jireh will provide for me. When you are in need of peace, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Shalom is my peace. Raise up the banner of the Lord, child of God. Keep confessing who God is. Keep raising up that banner. Confess the power of God over the situation. I pray that you have friends like Aaron and Hur who will see that you are tired and lift your hands up. Friends that will help you to stand up in prayer. Friends that will keep on confessing that the Lord will save you. Friends that will battle out and shout, she will live and not die to declare the glorious works of the Lord. You need to keep on raising up the banner. That flag must fly high. The flag of the kingdom of God. The flag of Jesus. The banner that declares the glorious works of the Lord even before they happen. The banner that says how powerful God is over the situation. You see, the enemy needs you to remind him that God is more powerful than he is. You need to remind the situation that you are facing that God is able. God does not need us to be cowards. He needs us to trust him. We are not fit of our own. We are not powerful of our own. We are not victorious of our own. But we are victorious because of God. He wants us to remind the enemy that he is God who is powerful. It is written. When Jesus Christ faced the enemy, when he was hungry 40 days, 40 nights without food, Jesus Christ raised up the banner of the Lord. He said, it is written, you shall serve the Lord your God, him only. It is written, you shall test the Lord your God. You see, the word of God is written even in our hearts. Even when your mind tells you contrary to the word of God, it is the time to tell your mind. No, no, no. It is written in the word of God. Not that there will not be trouble, but when the trouble comes, let your banner be raised up high. We do not have a physical rod today. But we have the word of God. We have the name of God. We have the blood of Jesus. We have our mouths by which we speak. Let us keep on confessing the word of God. Let us stand victorious even when we are facing troubles. You see, God has not promised us that the battle will not come. That the fight will not happen. He has not promised us that our enemies will surrender. But he has promised us that he will be there with us and strengthen us. When you are strengthened, you are not strengthened so that you can sit up and do nothing. But you are strengthened so that you can stand up and fight. So that you can stand up and raise the shield of faith. And say it shall not happen here. Some of our enemies they just need us to tell them. You are not going to come here. It will not stand. It will not come to pass. Some of our enemies need us to tell them. That God is going to defeat you. Because you are already defeated. 
Jesus Christ has done this thing for us. He said before he bowed and gave up the ghost, it is finished. You need to tell the enemy that, but you also need to remind yourself. You see, the banner that is raised up, it is a reminder to you as well that God is able to heal me, that God is able to deliver me, that God is able to defeat my enemies before me, that God is living, that God is powerful. His word is sharper than any double-edged sword. There is absolutely no situation that has not been provided for in the word of God. God is able. He is the I am in your situation. He is the I am that will become a solution in your situation. See God do amazing things in your life. Lift up the banner of the Lord and God will answer in power. He is our God and with our mouth we speak things and he does them. Lift his banner. Lift up in the name of the Lord. Glorify him. Praise him. Confess his power. Confess his goodness. Confess the victory before it even happens. God is supernatural and he works in supernatural ways. Shalom. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. I hope you were blessed by this message. For copies of my books, go to Amazon.com. Check out the show notes for more details. Until next time, stay blessed and continue making the Word of God your anchor.